0: Time to jump into the Wayback Machine and go back to the 80s. I am your host, Golden Jay, and with me, as always, is Frankie Vegas. Sup? And we are here to take you back. Back to one of the greatest decades ever. So let's begin. All right. So what's going on, Golden Jay? Well, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and yeah. you know, it is my favorite time of year, where I get to spend time figuring out how I am going to afford Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it is it bad, Bud? That I just I, I look I looked at my wife and I'm like, let's just get everybody gift cards. That way, they get what they want. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: that's what I say. My wife said, "Well, that's not that's impersonal." I'm like, but
0: but it's practical.
1: Yes, I I would take a gift card any time.
0: <laughs> um, uh, okay, so as a young child, as a younger child, you know, say like maybe twelve, thirteen, and younger, uh, man, I, I'm not really into a gift card. At least I wasn't as as a kid myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got gift cards, I'm like. Oh, gift card. Yeah. Which means, you know, back then you had to go to town, figure out what you wanted, go to town, find it, see if they had it in the one that you want, and, you know.
1: Yeah, and, I get that. But I was always, you know, as a kid, I was always the money kid.
0: Yeah. You could only
1: give me money and I'd be happier with that than ripping <laughs> open a box, you know. Oh,
0: I love the satisfaction of pulling out a boom box. Or, oh, yeah. I know, mean, I was like cool, but, you know. Yeah. What else did I get? It was really cool. Snowboards, boombox, um, man, I, I don't remember much as a, what I got as a kid. I mm-hmm. you, you know was always, <laughs> one year, my mom asked me, "So what do you want for Christmas?" It's like, oh, you know, and this is I was a little bit older. I wanted the Europe, the Final Countdown, new album. It was, oh, okay. You know, cassette. Yeah. It was yeah. a cassette. Uh, yeah. And uh, I remember going through all my presents and I'm like, you know, it's like, fuck, there is no cassette shaped presents wrapped here whatsoever. <laughs> and I remember opening up a jar of uh, Planters Peanuts and, you know, I'm like, hell, oh, thanks Planters Peanuts. Thank you. And she just looked at me and smiled. She was opened it up. And that cassette she had set inside ah. of that fucking Planters Peanuts. Um, and probably all the oil off the peanuts ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> it was wrapped in cellophane. It was okay. I didn't care. So excited. <laughs> you remember? Uh, remember oh. when they come with those plastic holders that you had to fucking like knife out of oh, there? yeah, there was oh, no way God. to really break them out. No. Oh, yeah, man. those suck. They did. Fuck you, Kmart. Yeah,
1: no shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, my grandmother, uh, Christmas, she'd always put the big old whatever J C JCPenney catalog in front of it and say, okay, pick out what you want. Yeah. And so we kind of always knew what we were going to get because, you know, we'd pick out, oh, I want this toy, and that's what we'd end up getting. Right. So, you know, never really a big surprise, you know.
0: But I, that's all right. right. I, so. I get that. I get that. And I think that's kind of where we're at today is like um in today's world everybody sends their amazon list oh, yeah like what do you want and it's like okay here's my list you know pick something off of it or whatever and i don't do lists because i always say that i want for nothing there's nothing that that i want that i just don't go out and buy for myself yeah yeah you know can... and and so i don't really have an amazon i i put one together for my mom because my mom's like yeah, I'm going to need a Christmas list or I'm going to need a birthday list. So, you kind of get those things that you wouldn't normally buy for yourself that you think you like that looks pretty cool and then you're like, okay, that's good for my list. I'll put that on my list. But um yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, yeah, I, like, I like to I I I'm more of a giver than a receiver, you know, when it comes to gifts. Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I see that look. <laughs>
0: I made a girl crawl into the table one time when she said that. I was like, what did you just say? And she fucking, her face went beet red, and she crawled into the table to hide, and it was so funny. It was the best thing ever.
1: <laughs> no, I knew as soon as I said it, I knew, and I seen your face. I'm like, yeah, I know what he's thinking. Uh, well, no, you know, hey, when it come to hey, man, whatever whatever mm-hmm. floats your
0: tuna boat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I like the. Uh,
1: I like to watch the kids, and grandkids open gifts. You know, I don't, I could care less if I have anything, you know.
0: It's, it's come to that for me. It's like, you know, and, I mean, I love getting gifts. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, the grand scheme of it, I just want to see everybody open their stuff. Is it what you wanted? Is it exactly what you wanted? Yeah. Sometimes you find some shit and you're like, oh, man, this is going to be perfect. And when you open it, you're like, then they open it, you're like, you're so fucking nervous. You're like almost sick to your stomach. <laughs> like, oh, are they going to like it? Are they going to like it? Are they going to like it?
1: Oh. I hope they talk to the side. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Guess not. Damn. Okay. Oh, yeah. oh, well, and on Well, and in my world, I have to... Um, Be really specific. I mean, with with my two older grandkids, it's like you need to go buy their list because they have so many other grandparents buying them stuff. You don't want to buy the same thing that they would buy just by going out and buying something. So it's like, is this list specific to me or is this a group list? Or, Hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's weird. It's weird, but yeah. I just, I don't know. I want them to have fun on Christmas morning. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I don't either. I do want to make a public service announcement
0: Oh. since
1: geez. I got the boss in front of me. Oh. I think Logan should be on every podcast. <laughs> oh. he, got, he got a great voice. I love his voice. It's soothing. <laughs> 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 I love you, Logan. You're awesome. <laughs> I, I think me and him should do our own podcast. We call it the F word because we drop the F bomb. <laughs> <laughs> we drop the F bomb more than anybody.
0: <laughs> uh You got a lot of Logan at the in the week of Halloween. Oh I mean, yeah, um, it gets your fill right there.
1: They put him on, you know, the Book Nerd's podcast, and I can probably <laughs> listen to that. You know,
0: you've been listening to Colton too much, calling him Book nerds <laughs>
1: No, Logan. Oh, that's another subject, Logan or er, Colton. Colton. Oh, he needs to quit and damn whining about oh. everything. <laughs> it's football, Logan. Just enjoy your damn team. No, Colton. <laughs> you
0: gotta get the right. It's not Logan. It's Colton. Yeah, Colton. <laughs> Colton.
1: I got talking about Logan because that's what I really wanted to talk about. But. <laughs> Colton, quit your whining. Yes. It's football. Enjoy your team. You know the best you can. The best you can. If somebody else wants to like an, another team, you know, if Golden Jay wants to like the Chiefs, so be it. You know, the whole thing with Taylor Swift, when that all goes to hell, it'll and it will, you know. <laughs> it will. You know, uh, it will. Um, you know, and their viewing goes down. That's not going to hurt the Bears. That's only going to hurt the Chiefs. Not, <laughs> that is true. You know, so it's not hurting football. You know, I, the Colts suck. The Bears suck. Just sit back, enjoy our team, we'll, and hope for the best. Yeah. I hope Quit for the, your, hope put for your whining.
0: But I love you, brother. <laughs> I love you, brother. Um, all right, so go back to Lo- <laughs> hey, go Logan. Hey, Logan. Well, Logan,
1: he is so awesome. I I just want to praise Logan because I really like him. I want to hear him on every podcast. I think he should have his own podcast. But I'm not trying to put more work on golden jay but you know i'm i'm a logan fan
0: you know oh i can see the shirt coming now
1: i (laughs) I, I got i got i got a man crush you know oh wow
0: (laughs) wow logan you hear that Frankie Vegas wants the spoon. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I just love listening to him. In real life, he may be a complete ass. I don't know.
1: You know, to hang out with him, he might be a dick. I don't know. No, he's pretty much the
0: same as what yeah, you get on see, your podcast. I so,
1: I laugh uh, my ass off whenever he's on. And good, you know, about wreck my car. You know, <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, and he's yeah. got that soothing voice. So yeah. they say, I guess. That, well, Yahira
0: I mean, thinks definitely that he has a <laughs> soothing voice and it sets her floor on fire. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, he do not set my floor on fire, but, but yeah. But yeah, I just wanted to show Logan some love because he's always showing me love, you
0: know. Right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Lots of love going around. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: Except for Colton. put your damn whining. <laughs> I go. no I know that's what that's just what you do.
0: <laughs> I'm taking the high road, Colton. I ain't saying nothing.
1: You want to though. uh
0: you know, I I get my I get my rebuttals on the Indiana Chiefs fans, so you know. <laughs> you know, he comes at me on the call guys, which is which is fine. But, you know, he might have messed up and said the the cancer that is the Swifties. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, they're gonna get email for that. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: I'm well, not saying I just agreed with the comment. I just don't know that it should have been said out, out loud. loud. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah maybe
0: not. <laughs> and then rewound and played again. <laughs> Listen, all I know is is that one of their best friends, Sydney, is a huge, huge Taylor Swift fan. And she is not a happy Swifty right now. And I can't wait to hear, see, or be a part of the uh, total knockdown, knockdown, drag out when uh, when they get back together in person. Hey, uh, Taylor Swift, if you happen to be listening,
1: we welcome you on our show. Absolutely. You know, you can come in here, you can, you know, we'll give you your time to speak to Colton about what he said. <laughs> we'd love to have you.
0: Listen, she uh she has an album called nineteen eighty nine. Yes, yes. So we'll talk about that. We'll we can play right into that.
1: Or i am I'm gonna overstep and I'm gonna say You're welcome on the Kansas City Chief fans.
0: Oh yeah. How about both? Or,
1: or both absolutely we can do both that's true both shows we can do a crossover
0: (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine all of us sitting in a room with uh well a a virtual room let's face it we're not going to get her to small town indiana uh to come do a podcast although her sitting in that chair that'd be pretty fucking awesome oh yeah listen okay so we've talked (laughs) about this we've talked about this i am not a not a t-swift fan as far as you know like I mean, I don't hate her music, I just don't listen to it. Yeah. Um it's hard not to listen to it if you listen to the radio cuz she's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I am a big fan of the way she treats her fans. Yeah. Uh she is very uh very much um dedicated to her fans and doing things for her fans and I think that is that is pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's uh it's hard to come by I think in the music business these oh, days. Yeah.
1: You know, I know a lot of people were bitching, you know, how about, you know, the prices of her tickets for her shows. But I don't know that that really has so much to do with her. No, no. You know, I mean, she may have some say, but I mean, I don't think I think at the end of the day at the record company, the venues,
0: the venues, the ticket masters the. I mean, yeah, you yeah. know, they're all going to they all want theirs. And they know that these tickets are going to sell out quick and they know that they can. Place that price tag a little higher when it comes to her, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I don't know, I don't know what an actual ticket went for if you physically bought it the day of. Uh,
1: my daughter paid for theirs; I think a hundred and something each. Well, that's not, yeah, no,
0: that's not bad. It's not bad,
1: but I see on like the same seat that they bought in that same area are going for like a thousand
0: bucks on online. Yeah, right. I honestly tried to get. Tickets for the yeah, Arrowhead. I remember you telling yeah. me that. Yeah. Um. The plan was, the plan was, is I wanted to make sure I had them in case Sid couldn't get Sydney couldn't get hurt. Yeah. Because there was a lot of, a lot of going on, and as season ticket holders, we were supposed to have uh the pre day, the day before they went on sale to be able to buy them, mm. and you had to do a special code and all this bullshit, and I went through the whole rigmarole, was in the queue, and they fucking dumped me, and. You know, it just didn't. It just didn't happen. And I and I tried like three or four times. You know, in, a, in about an hour span. And I'm like, fuck this. It's not even worth you yeah, know, all this no. hassle. Ticketmaster fucked that completely. Oh yeah. And uh, so I never got the Arrowhead tickets. Sid was lucky enough to get the tickets. I think they went to uh, Soldier Field, Soldier I believe. Field. Um, so she got her tickets, which means I would have just flipped mine. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they were going for like ten grand. I think you know, I would have fucking you know, two tickets. They paid a couple hundred dollars for flipping for ten mm-hmm. grand a piece. I'm paying for my car. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. But I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was uh, when it was going on. I'm like, man, it'd be really kind of cool to be there because the stage show that she put on was. And that's yeah. what we talked about in Indiana Chiefs yeah. this this last week was, you know, they when that comes out on streaming, I probably will watch it just mm. to see what all the yeah. the things that she's that yeah. she did and and all that stuff. But um,
1: yeah, I I've heard it. It's a great stage show, yeah. you know, great performance. But I just don't know that I could sit through. A, taylor swift concert because i'm not like i know a few of her songs but i don't know enough of where i could sit there and enjoy it
0: or maybe i could i don't know if there's enough going i mean i've watched several shows but i've been to several concerts where i didn't necessarily know the the band i was more for Mm -hmm. the opening band and you realize um they're just putting on a great stage show, and you're just kind of watching all that stuff, and it makes it enjoyable, and then it, and it makes you a fan. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, you could have become a Taylor Swift fan oh, if you would went to her concert. Well,
1: that was like I was telling you, we were talking, I don't remember which episode it was, we are talking about concerts, which every about every episode leads to concerts. But <laughs> Weird. They talked about the great white and Tesla yep. and um, Badlands, and yeah, my buddy, he hated Tesla. Until he saw him on
0: stage. Right.
1: And then he kind of became a Tesla fan. It,
0: I didn't hate Tesla. I just didn't listen to a ton of them. Like yeah. I said, I was uh, looking forward to Badlands. Mm-hmm. Definitely was there for Great GK, White yeah. and enjoyed, you know, enjoyed Tesla. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Tesla years later. I mean, what, probably close to 20 years later. And that guy still sings like the fucking... No. when I saw him in the first time. So. Yeah,
1: they say, that's what I've I've heard they still put on a great show, even yeah. at their advanced age.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we're all older. I mean, let's <laughs> be honest. I'm not going to yeah. lie about it. You yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't know,
0: man. We all don't have the moves like Jagger. That's all I'm <laughs> saying.
1: I don't know how long can I keep
0: going. Oh, my God. They just released a new album. I know. I'm like, damn. And the Beatles just released a new song.
1: Yeah, all two of them. <laughs> I don't know, was that a song they already had recorded or uh,
0: I heard it was AI generated. Oh, so okay. I, I didn't know I I have no idea. I didn't listen to it. I actually just heard today the new InSync song because obviously I didn't run out and fucking try to find it the day it came out or whatever. And let me tell you how unimpressed I am with the new fucking InSync song. It's fucking absolutely horrible, but uh, i i'm not impressed with the old instincts i like justin timberlake i like a I big like chunk Will, of, yeah, I, like, I like a big like chunk his of his songs. Stuff, yeah but yeah. i don't really care for like the band the boy band uh they had a couple songs that were a lot of fun you know bye 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 it's a big hit when you're dj so it's hard no. to it's hard not to get yeah, into you it you kind of dj and you look at things a little different because uh, you're absolutely. one to get
1: people out on the dance floor Yeah. so you got to go with that
0: but I'm just saying, I don't hate it. But yeah. Listening on the radio, I, like, I get some of the dance moves going on. <laughs> yeah. Do the macarena. Uh, <laughs> I
1: was never good at the macarena. <laughs>
0: All right, man, what do you got for me? Oh, for the question of the pod, 80s, 80s edition.
1: edition. Um, well, we're getting into that. You know, I call it the unappreciated holiday in between Halloween and Christmas, which would be
0: Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Doesn't
1: get the love that. Everybody seems to want to jump from Halloween to
0: Christmas. Well, you can tell by most decorations in people's yards. Yeah, or, or go into
1: your local Walmart. Uh, absolutely. They've already got their Christmas displays out, oh which is fine. I love Christmas. But I wanted to ask a Thanksgiving question. All right. I, and more. I guess it's not really maybe an 80 question, but maybe like. That's all right. When I say when you were a kid and Thanksgiving dinner, what was the one dish you always look forward to? That maybe you didn't get throughout the year too
0: often, or if at all. Um, I I would say, and as mm, it who,
1: and maybe is it different now?
0: No, it's not. I uh-uh. I still love the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. Those are the two things that I super look forward to getting. I make sure that I get you know uh, lots of that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I could actually 100 percent give two shits about turkey. Fresh out of fresh out of the oven, you give me turkey the next day in a fucking turkey sandwich with with Miracle Whip and you know on a piece of bread, I'll fucking die a happy boy <laughs> if I could just have that. And I usually eat that, you know, two three four days after, you know, till it starts to be like, yeah, maybe time for this to go. But, <laughs> um, that but the stuffing, there's something about stuffing that I just I fucking love stuffing in that cranberry sauce. I love it. Now, something else I look forward to, but I don't like crave, I like yams. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you throw all those marshmallows on top of some bitches, and they're just so sweet, and they're delicious. The rocker chick hates yams. She's like, I don't want to make yams. And and I told Gunner this year, we were talking about it, I said, there's no need to make yams just for me. And he was, he was I like them, and Grandma likes them, and you like them, so we'll make them. <laughs> I'm like, Okay there you have it so how about you for me you know i
1: was i was the dessert kid man. I, yeah, I knew that was coming i knew that was I, coming that's why i'm a diabetic now but you know <laughs> um yeah i i would put minimal you know dinner food on my plate just to eat enough to go run to to the dessert table
0: right so i was always into the desserts but so, wait, what was your favorite dessert at Thanksgiving? Oh, my
1: favorite dessert. You know, because I never got it with like pecan pie. Uh huh. Pecan, pecan, however you going yeah. to say it. Um, that was always my favorite because I never got it throughout the year. Pumpkin pie, but, you know, my grandmother made great pumpkin pie. Right. So she kind of made it throughout the year a lot of times. Oh, nice. But, you know, so I got that frequently. But yeah, pecan Pecan pie. I don't know. I keep on saying pecan. I never say pecan. <laughs> pecan pie. Um, that, that was the like only kind of a favorite because I just didn't get it. Right. And you just can't. And the way my grandmother made it, which is different, I can't seem to find it like that anywhere. I order it at a restaurant or something. Right, it's right. not the same.
0: Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know?
1: But, you know, for turkey, I was a ham guy, so I got ham made for me. Okay. You know, like when I got married... You know, my wife family they never made ham. You know, but I got there and they started making ham. Now they expected it every holiday. Oh, nice. You know,
0: <laughs> we we always tried to make a ham. I mean, that was always something we tried to do as as we started hosting. Um, I started making my own glaze for it, which included Mountain Dew in it. <laughs> yeah, um, Mountain Dew. But yeah, we always tried to have ham and turkey. Um, but yeah, you know, and you missed a pie. So, okay. So my dad's pie was, was a pecan, pecan pie. Now you got me all fucked up. (laughs) Pecan pie was his. And even after years later, after he's, you know, he's been gone for forever. Uh, you know, my mom would still make it for me because I, because I loved it. Um, always did pumpkin. I mean, there was always a couple, three, four pumpkin pies, but my grandma used to make a lemon meringue pie. Ah. Oh, my God. So good. I mean, everything was, you know, everything was back then was handmade, you yeah. know? Yeah. You know, I don't know that the filling, but I could, she'd whip up all the whipped cream and yeah. they'd torch it with the torch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. now i'm getting yeah. hungry
1: you know and it, it is hard to kind of when you're picking when you're talking about the dessert because there's always new dessert item people oh are yeah. making you know so i always look forward to any dessert i mean my absolute favorite i guess i should say but it, but it wasn't always a staple at thanksgiving with cheesecake that is my absolute favorite favorite dessert oh yeah cheesecake now
0: are so. you uh are you a cherry blueberry guy on top or do you like it plain
1: i like i like it plain myself but if i'm gonna have fruit it's gonna be strawberries
0: right on you
1: know but uh, i will take it plain every time
0: every uh, over the years i used to be really big on the cherry topping and as the years kind of go along um i find that i'm starting to like just a plain cheesecake better than mm-hmm. anything else so oh yeah, oh,
1: yeah. That, that yeah I look yeah, Thanksgiving at the at the Great Holiday, great food. Oh yeah. I mean Christmas is kind of the same food wide, but I don't think it's the same. I don't I don't no, know. No, because to say I it.
0: don't think you know when to eat during Christmas. It's like you do you do you get up and make breakfast then do Christmas, you know, presents or do yeah. you just jump into the presents and then eat lunch later? I mean it it's never really like one of those deals where you're like, Oh, we need to
1: eat uh, Christmas been, lunch or we've something. We've been doing Christmas breakfast the last several years. So. Yeah. Yeah, everybody comes over in the morning. We all
0: make a big breakfast. And What do you do, like scrambled eggs, sausage, uh, bacon?
1: Marty got a couple of um, breakfast casseroles she makes. Right
0: on. And
1: then biscuits and gravy. And, oh, shit, the bed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you fucking, I could just, I mean, I could live off of biscuits and gravy. Yeah, Good yeah. Lord.
1: Stuff like that and... Oh yeah, nothing. I mean, it ain't your traditional bacon and egg, but there ain't nothing wrong with casseroles that. Yeah. and absolutely. You know, cinnamon
0: rolls. <sighs> Will you stop? <laughs> okay, after that, all right. We can get it. We can get into. You're the, making me hungry. <laughs> all these wonderful foods. Damn it, man! I'm sorry. I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> I should have thought before I asked a question. Listen, I love cinnamon rolls. I love breakfast casseroles. I love just regular breakfast, you know. Crack me open a, a couple of eggs over easy. Uh, what we've been doing at the campground we'll take the the ta- the rounds, the tater rounds. Mm-hmm. And uh, throw them on the griddle, let them cook in the bacon grease while the bacon's cooking, oh, yeah. nice and crispy. Oh yeah! Oh shit, man! That and then you mix good. that in with the with the egg yolk. And, there you uh-huh. go. oh, God, we got to get moving on. We yeah.
1: <laughs> hey, breakfast—that's my favorite meal of the day, personally.
0: Well, I mean,
1: if they ask me if I want to go out for breakfast, dinner, or lunch, I'll say breakfast.
0: I can, I can, I can get behind that. I mean, there's so many great breakfast foods, like you said, mm-hmm. biscuits and gravy, and. Mm-hmm is one of them just uh good to IHOP, man just go to town yeah i don't know that IHOP is my favorite though i'd rather go to a little mom and pop greasy well, spoon yeah you know make me up some eggs and and pancakes and um
1: oh, oh. but i like the specialty french toast and stuff you know Hey, okay, we're gonna stop talking about food because we're gonna have to pause. And yeah, go, <laughs> we're gonna
0: we're going to make a run to the border. <laughs>
1: but well, Jeremy, what do you, what what do you want to talk about today?
0: Oh, you know what I want to talk about oh. today? Are you ready? I am ready. Well, picture this. Picture this. It's late in the evening on December eighth, nineteen eighty. You're outside the Dakota in New York City when all of a sudden shots ring out over the city. There standing with a gun is a man by the name of Mark David Chapman and laying on the ground is a musical icon. Today, we are going to talk about the murder of John Lennon.
1: So sad. Uh,
0: do you actually physically remember? I mean, I I don't I don't remember physically remember the mur- with John Lennon dying because it was 1980. I was only maybe what six seven years old.
1: Yeah, I was actually watching the Monday night football game with my grandma. Where you really? Yes, I was when Howard Cosell came on. Mm.
0: Do you think? Well, let's run this down because I do have a list here of what was said. Did Did you find that list? I had it, but I, I, it can't, I don't. Okay, I, so okay, oh, so do we want to say? Do we want to break into this now? We well, have yeah, let's break into it now since we okay. talked about it. Okay, so the, the ABC News finds out about John being shot. And they kind of find out kind of offhandedly, and we'll talk about that here in a little bit because I want to talk more about, you know, the the things that lead up to that. Yeah, yeah. But they sent it in to Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford who were calling the the game. Game, And Howard Cosell didn't want to do it. He was like, no. No, but, you know I don't want I don't want to make this announcement. And Frank Gipper's like, no, you need to make this announcement. You, this is something that you need to do. How do you feel about that? I mean, the reason I ask is, is that okay? So you're in the football game. Howard Cosell has got that thing where we're like we're playing football. We're not really a breaking news thing. And Frank Gifford's like, "No, man, you got to you got to tell him what you know." And my feeling was is that Gifford was like, "This is going to break us. We're going to be huge. We're, you know, this is going to be bigger than what we are because we broke the news of John Lennon's death." That's how I feel about him pushing Cosell to make that announcement during that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, probably. I you know, I really never really put a lot of thought into my opinion on him right. doing that. I just figured it was something they were told to do. And I know Howard Cosell didn't really want to do it. And Gifford had said, Well, it's something you have to do. Right. So I just assumed maybe it was something their bosses were saying, Look, you gotta do this I from
0: you know? what I read it wasn't it wasn't necessarily coming down from the top. They sent them the information and and mm-hmm. Cosell's like, I'm not gonna do it. And for Gipper's like, no, you need to do it. Well you then he shouldn't
1: it. have I mean if he didn't want to do it, he shouldn't have had to have done it. <laughs> well if I Frank hear. Gifford wanted to do it. You know. And I know Howard Cosell was the voice. You
0: know. True, but I do believe I read that Howard Cosell had actually hold on, let me see. He had actually um interviewed Lennon during a Monday night football. Uh, Monday Night Football broadcast in 1974. Okay, so I mean he kind of knew John yeah. a, a little bit, and I think that's why they chose him to actually oh, okay. make the announcement. That would be that my guess. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So,
1: but yeah, it was yeah. I I remember watching that game, and of course, you know, I was young, so right. I did I didn't really put a lot of stock into it. But I do I remember I would I did watch that game.
0: Right on. Yeah. Who won? I don't. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you who were playing. Well, it was uh, the New England Patriots and the Miami Dolphins.
1: Well, yeah, that was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> it was one
0: that stuck in his head forever. <laughs> Actually, I do believe it come down to the wire. Um, I think the Miami was trying to kick. A, I could be wrong. You guys can correct me. Uh, Tom Brady's me. rookie year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I I don't even think Joe Montana was playing (laughs) yet in in 1980. I don't think he started until 84. So, man, Tom Brady is old. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. That's funny. You know, maybe maybe, uh, Dan Marino will come out of retirement. (laughs) But, yeah, I I just – that's what it seemed like to me after reading the uh, – Reading that article, that portion of the article, and being like, I get why, they wanted Cosell to do it because he he knew Lennon and and it just seemed logical. But I mean, I don't, I don't think he wanted to. I think he just kind of he didn't want to be the one to break that news. Yeah. All right, so let's let's stick a pin on that. We will come back to yeah, that. So, to that. Um, on the evening of uh, December eighth, nineteen eighty, Mark David Chapman. Why don't you, why don't you, I I don't know how to explain it. I don't know where to start. Where you want me to, why Mark David Chapman did it, or about who he was? Yeah, give a a little background on on him in general. Well, um,
1: okay, well, Mark David Chapman, Let let me get through, get to my notes here real quick. He was, he was born May 10th, 1955. Which makes him sixty-eight now. Um, is he still alive? Yes, he is still alive. Okay.
0: Still trying to get paroled. <laughs> don't don't do it, buddy. Mm. Whatever you do, I wouldn't come out into the real world. Uh, he was, I believe, raised
1: in Georgia somewhere. Like I can't remember if it was Atlanta or some other place in Georgia, but he was from Georgia. Yeah, his whole thing with. John Lennon was—he had this whole bad taste in his mouth after John Lennon had made the comment about the beetle being bigger than Jesus. Right. Now, he didn't mean— that they were bigger than Jesus, he said more people were paying attention to them than, they, than that were Jesus. Right. But he took that to say that John Lennon thought he went better than Jesus. Right.
0: And a but, lot of people took that that way. A lot of people took it wrong, mm-hmm. and you know they kind of took it out of context.
1: Now, and I, yeah, well, a lot of uh, a lot of people are idiots. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know, it. I don't know, I'm not going to get into that argument. But um he also he had something and I don't know the book. I mean, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it's about. Something with the character in The uh, Catcher in the Rye, uh-huh. Colden Caulfield, Caulfield. I don't really know what the connection was there other than something with Holden Caulfield and he related to that character or something i wasn't i didn't i couldn't quite understand that whole
0: caulfield had some sort of rage against adult hypocrisy and phonies and he he yeah thought uh, that uh he thought that john lennon was a phony and a hypocrite yeah yeah. and you know and the idea that he thinks that he's bigger than jesus you know and Like I said, a lot of people took that the wrong way. Yeah, I living mean, in a rich life, Yes, and that's exactly it. Uh, I never read Catcher in the Rye. I no, probably I never have, will read Catcher in the I Rye. Never have, but uh, he. I guess. I guess Chapman basically revolved his whole entire life around that book because he was so obsessed with Holden yeah. Caulfield.
1: Yeah, and this guy. Yeah, he. I mean, and and Car um, Caulfield. You know the way I understood that character. If I'm understanding right, he was kind of a loner, and just kind of going around this I don't I'm sure you know, and that's where although um Chapman he was married and stuff, and I believe he's still married to the same woman they've never gotten divorced, which is just strange, but you know whatever uh-huh. but yeah, um yeah, and Lennon wasn't the only person on his list. Really? Yeah, he had um, he had a whole hit list. He had a uh, Johnny Carson. Oh, he had Paul McCartney, Ronald Reagan, Elizabeth Taylor, Jordan C. Scott. You know, they were. You know, they. But John Lennon was the most accessible. That's why.
0: Oh, meant, absolutely! Yeah, you know,
1: having the most accessible one to the. I guess he had a plan to go into a theater get front row seats to where george c scott was performing and just stand up and shoot him but i don't know why that went awry i guess he decided not to do it or
0: just couldn't catch her
1: yeah i i'm not real sure Uh, i mean that but yeah but john lennon very accessible to his fans you know
0: well and let's talk about that so My understanding is is that he flew into New York City, uh, stayed down at the YMCA, and then went up to uh, Midtown Manhattan, the state of the Sheraton up there. He goes down in the morning to the Dakota, which is where where Lennon's apartment's at. And for those Golden 80s fans out there, I did an episode of the United States of Paranormal on the Dakota. Yeah. <laughs> I believe Yoko still lives there. Yoko still lives there and she's and she still says John is still there. That he that they she's walked in and he's been sitting at the piano playing. So he faked to death. So him and Tupac <laughs> and Biggie, they're all just <laughs> they're hanging, all out hanging
1: out the And Michael Jackson and they're <laughs> all hanging out at the Dakota. That's right. That's <laughs> right.
0: There must be a secret entrance somewhere. <laughs> um, so he goes down and John and John comes out, and he actually autographs Mark's, what was it? Uh, double, double Fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. yeah. His fucking Double Fantasy record.
1: He never had Yoko
0: to sign it. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> well, I wouldn't either. I mean, <laughs> come on. <laughs> Yoko. That's a whole nother fucking podcast right there. And I guess, from my understanding... Mark said he was the nicest guy that he had met, mm-hmm. was courteous, took the time, talked to him, you know, got the pen working and then signed his album for yeah. him, looked at him. It's like, man, man, is there anything else I can do for you? You know, anything? And and, you know, he's like, nope, no, sir. No, it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then John and Yoko took off and went down to They're work recording. On some recording. Yeah. yeah, she was. It was one of her songs they were going over. I forget. uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't even. Even Lennon couldn't
1: perform that miracle. Yeah. I Another. Mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, it's a whole pot different podcast. <laughs> but they had uh, been down in the studio, and then they come back, and what was it, about ten o'clock at night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've been down there most of the day. I think they did a couple other things, but um, they were walk walking up, and and they walk, and Mark's still standing there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I guess he nodded it. He gave the head nod to to Yoko, and uh, and I guess John looked at him, and they just kind of, you know, no. yeah. No. I don't even know There's they the head whole... nodded. I, I he thought he they said they head nodded. Yeah, I know um... he said he head nodded at Yoko, but I'm not sure. Oh, they did that. They did the fucking. Um, that was one of the other things he did. That the 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 photo shoot. The famous photo shoot of, of Lennon naked oh, yeah. uh, over top of Yoko. That was one of the other things they did that day. But, um, yeah, they walked by, and I guess uh, he just pulled out his thirty eight and fucking shot him five fucking times.
1: Yeah. Missed the first one. The next four hit him in the back. Yeah. Two in the back, two in the shoulder. Yeah. And you shot him in the back, you fucking coward. Yeah, you know, exactly. 100%. What the fuck's wrong with you? You know. We'd be man enough to do it face to face, you know. I mean, don't do it at all, but you yeah. Know.
0: That's, okay, yeah. so here, here, my thought process here: if if the, if if he has a hit list, if he has a list of people that he wanted to to snuff out, and I I know what you said, Lennon was the most was the most uh, uh, accessible. accessible. But if you're going to do this, and you have a hit list, you would think that you are going to check this off. He stood there. Yeah. Uh, they wrestled or They wrestled the gun out of his hand, but he didn't really put up much resistance. And they were like, do you know what you just did? And he goes, yeah, I just shot John Lennon. And then he mm-hmm. just stood there. And when the cops showed up, you know what he was doing? He's fucking reading Catcher in the Rye. He's just standing there reading, a, reading his book. Yeah, he... You know... Yeah, I
1: that guy. I mean, he obviously had problems. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, he just stood there. I mean, I don't think obviously he and I and I'm not trying to defend him at all. Oh, but, absolutely not. This is not a defense. We're not of no, defense. We're no, just trying to figure out. He the obviously mindset. had a strong belief in what he was doing because. He went through with it. He went through with it. He, you know, he stood there. He knew he was going to get arrested. He knew, you know, the consequences of what he was going to do. And, you know, a lot of people would have shot and ran, you know. Oh, he just stayed there, waited for whatever was going to happen to happen. And that's not defending him. That's just like, I don't know, man, what was going on in his head. I mean, the conviction he had... To what he was doing was right, you know.
0: I I, like I said, I just don't, I don't understand it. I don't get it. If you have a, if you have a list of people you you think there need to be, you know, Johnny Carson, C. C. Everett, C. Thomas,
1: who was it again? It was um Johnny Carson, George C. Scott, George C. Scott, Ronald Reagan, uh, Elizabeth Taylor, I believe was another one.
0: So why would you just? I'm sorry, this is, uh, it is a stupid question, really. Why would you only take out one of them if you have a hit list? Why are you not on that prowl to finish that list? You know what i'm saying
1: well i don't I don't know that he would like make it in a list that I'm gonna take each one of these people out.
0: He was just like these you know,
1: are the ones i w- I would take out if i you know If he had the opportunity and the only and the one that was the easiest.
0: Right, right. Yeah, no, Lennon loved going out there oh, yeah. and talking to his fans and signing autographs. And oh, yeah. and that's that's what Frankie means by accessible. Yeah. Because you could go down to the Dakota and stand there and wait. And he would walk out and, you know, you could get him to autograph something. Yeah, We're dude. talking about John fucking Lennon walking out onto the streets of New York City. And you're just like, John, would you mind get a picture? Sweet. Yeah,
1: yeah he would like it. And... He said, and John Lennon had said that he loved the people in Manhattan because, you know, they would ask for what they wanted and then they'd leave them alone. They right. wouldn't try to have a 20-minute conversation. So they would say, hey, can I get a picture? I got an autograph. He'd do that and they'd say, thanks, man. Love your stuff. and go away.
0: Right. You know. He he didn't want to come to Indiana and meet us. No, <laughs> we want to shoot his oh, fucking ear off. Fucking I like, Jeremy,
1: John. Jeremy would have had him on a podcast. I, would <laughs> I was like John, John. listen, 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 <laughs> listen, listen, listen.
0: listen. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, the police arrive. He he is actually John actually got himself to the uh, the, um, the security reception area. And told him he'd been shot before he collapsed on the floor. When the police get there, John's face down, you know, he's, he's blood is coming out everywhere. And uh, they decided that they couldn't wait for an ambulance. So the police uh, lifted him up and, and drove him down to which one? I uh, don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to get it wrong. To a hospital. And... I want to say it's Roosevelt, wasn't it? That sound right. Dun- Roosevelt Hospital. There you go. Uh, drove him down there, um, where they basically carried him in and said, "Hey, uh, we need to. Uh, you know, we have uh, some a uh, man multiple gunshot wounds, and of course, Chapman actually shot him with hollow points. Yeah, so." We're talking three of the four went through. One of them actually ricocheted out and ended up back in his arm, from my Mm -hmm. understanding. And then one of the other one lodged in his aorta um, right next to his heart. Yeah. And the doctors were trying to, you know, stop everything. And they physically opened him up trying to get... uh, um, you know, try to fix. Yeah, there
1: was nothing, but there was nothing salvageable. Exactly. In there, it, those
0: those bullets just pretty much ripped up everything, and there was nothing they could do. Yeah. And he was pronounced dead. At. Oh. I, da, 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 da. You, come on, you know this one. I want to say it was like 11, 10, 11. He was pronounced uh, dead upon arrival at 11.15. Mm. So they they did try to rejuvenate. They did try to resuscitate him. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, it just was, it wasn't enough. They couldn't do anything for him. I mean, it was just too much. I mean, four bullets to the back through and through. What are you thinking, Frankie?
1: Uh, would you, I was trying to find the time. He was announced dead, but
0: according to the death certificate, Lennon's pronounced dead on arrival at eleven fifteen p.m. at
1: age forty.
0: But uh, but the but the time of eleven oh seven has also been reported. So I don't know how how much that really makes a difference. But yeah. So Lennon's Lennon's now gone. They pronounced him dead. They put him in a room. Uh, with uh, some ABC news reporter, um, Alan Weiss uh, from WABC-TV, he had uh, been in a motorcycle accident and was waiting for treatment when they, when they wheeled Lennon's body into the same room he happened to be in and dropped mention of what had, what had happened. Because Yoko's like, listen, don't do not yeah. do any media coverage because our five-year-old son is yeah. at home watching TV and I'd like to fucking tell him yeah. before he sees it on TV. And, of course, I don't think that happened. I don't think she made it home in time. I don't think, probably not. Because no. Adam Wise wants to jump on the fucking train with uh, with all those guys and be like, oh, so he calls his people? His people call the fucking ABC. ABC. And now we're to the point where we talked about the Howard Cosell deal yeah. and, you know, him not wanting to do that, you know, on the show, which is what, you know, what I wanted to bring up when well, yeah. we kind of, we kind yeah, of started it. Yeah, we kind of started. Yeah.
1: But, you know, and, that, and that's kind of crazy because, you know, she has said, hey, look, our five year old son, Sean, mm-hmm. is, is at home and probably watching TV. So I don't want anything now yet until I can get home and talk to him. And, you know, you're insensitive asses mm-hmm. of reporters. And I understand they got a job to do. You know, they got to make their money. But come on, show some heart, compassion, five-year-old kid, you know. Well,
0: and okay, so I'm going to play devil's advocate for one second. And I'm going to say he probably didn't realize that, you know, that Lennon Yoko's son was at home watching TV and what that would, they, you know, that probably wasn't a thought, a thought in his head. He probably didn't even well think about that. Probably. And that and that's that's as far as I'm going to go with that. Fuck you, Alan Wise, for being a piece of shit, fucking reporter and doing that because your station has to have breaking news. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know that is. It it, it goes back to Die Hard, uh, Die Hard 2, when the guy's on the plane and he hears the, you know, (laughs) Mm -hmm. so he gets on, he's going to be big shit and he's talking about, you know, what's going on in the terminals. Uh, That is not cool, man. Come on. This is a musical icon who has been fucking shot and you need to go to the police and say, hey. I'm not going to tell anybody as long as we get to be the first to report it when you say it. we're clear to do it. Yeah. I mean, make a deal. Yeah. Don't be a dick.
1: Now, I understand and kind of play devil's advocate for that guy also. is He probably was look at, well, if I don't report this right now and they find out I knew and I didn't say anything, well, they're probably going to fire my ass. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the rock in a hard place. Mm. Uh, anyway, so, yeah. December 8th. John Lennon. Mm-hmm. The shots heard around the world. Um seriously, you know, we've heard about the day the music died. I think this was probably bigger than bigger than that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, uh but yeah, but but Mark, you know, he went on trial. His, uh Chapman did. Uh his lawyer tried to um Tried to do the old insanity plea. Right. Well, obviously, he's fucking insane.
0: Obviously. No doubt.
1: <laughs> no doubt, But he he only got charged with second-degree murder and got 20 years into life. So this guy can be paroled any time now.
0: But they're not paroling him, are they?
1: No. Which, in the sh- uh, documentary thing I was watching, and it kind of irritated me. Because a lot of people, well, I don't think the person who shot John Lennon should ever get paroled. Okay, maybe not. But what about all these other guys that shot the note? That shot people that weren't noter, noter, right, notifi- uh, whatever, weren't notified, notary people. What I don't know what the hell I'm trying to say, <laughs> but <laughs> notoriety. They didn't have notoriety. That's right. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I'm with with you, man. I knew what you were getting at. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so. What are you trying to say, by the way?
1: I'm saying that the guy shouldn't be let out of prison because he shot John Lennon. Because if you listen to interviews with him now and stuff, or they've done in the past, Uh he sounds like a completely normal guy. Uh Well, he always did. Right. That's his rationality. Now he says, oh, I'm all better now. Well, of course he says he's all better now. I don't believe him. I think he should get out. He should not get out because he's, I think he's a nut job. Okay. And that's just my plain and simple fact. I mean, no hard evidence saying why he shouldn't get out or what kind of prison inmate he is. You know, if he's a model inmate or anything like that. But I don't care. I, just, I don't care that who it is he shot. The reasoning behind why he shot him and the reason.
0: Right. I'm with you. Yeah. Do you suppose he still has a uh, copy of Catcher of the Rye in his, in his uh, jail cell? Or do you suppose he's moved on from that?
1: That's a good question. Just,
0: just curious. It doesn't really know. mean a whole hell well, of I want to know who the had the
1: album that Lennon autographed. Dude,
0: I was going to ask that very, very question. Where is the, the, the what is it? Um, double Fantasy. Double Fantasy album that Lennon signed for him where is that record hey if
1: any of our listeners happen to know the answer to that please
0: yeah the golden image 80s at gmail.com yeah, we want to know yeah because I would really like to know because that would have to be worth oh it had to be worth millions, millions. Yeah. yeah I easily there's know. another thing and I was hoping to find it and I didn't I didn't see it anywhere somebody said uh, I read that somebody took a photo of Lennon. And Chapman together when he signed that.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was on the documentary I watched they had that camera.
0: He was a friend of John
1: Lennon that okay. you know, that hung out at the Dakota and took pictures with him. Gotcha. And did they
0: show it in the documentary? Yeah. Was it
1: They showed the picture, yeah. Was
0: it eerie kinda of looking? Did you get that eerie feeling?
1: Yeah, kinda. Yeah, it was kinda creepy. But, you know, it was yeah, that's a photo I think everybody's probably seen. If you see it, you're like, oh, shit, that's the photo they're talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, because it's, it's a known photo. I mean, I've seen it a million times.
0: Huh. Um, I'm Actually, I'm gonna, I'm trying to search it.
1: Oh, okay. But, yeah, that, that was a question I did. Yeah, I, we were thinking the same thing there with that album. Like, did it get taken into police evidence? Uh is yeah, it still sitting in an evidence locker somewhere? Or...
0: Well, I mean, he was staying in Midtown. How I don't know how close that is to Dakota. Did, yeah. He's there and he gets a sign. Did he just like go well he probably walked i don't imagine he had a car he probably yeah. took a cab did he go back to his hotel room and drop that off pick his gun up or did he have the gun with him the whole time was he planning on doing it that early in the morning you know so many questions as yeah. far as like uh, how that worked out
1: I, I know they the police went back to his hotel room and they took a lot of stuff did they um, yeah so
0: i that, so I don't know what
1: I can't remember everything Okay
0: so I'm gonna say something that's gonna sound really fucking shitty. All right So they were talking about John being in the recept, in the security reception area while they were trying to make tourniquets. They were ripping clothes and trying to make tourniquets and they um, one, one of the things that I read was is one of the guys removed his bloodstained glasses. Now, this is the shitty part, and this is really shitty that I even thought this, but as a, as a, as a musician and, a, you know, uh, you know somebody who would look at John Lennon as an icon while you're sitting there, would you take those glasses and just put them in your pocket? You know, you've taken them off of him. Would you just stick them in your pocket and then continue on with what you're doing? Uh, that was my thought process when he, t- he said he took the glasses off of yeah. him or whatever. And I was like, I would have put this in my pocket.
1: I, yeah. See, the type person I am, I wouldn't have done that. Not to say I'd make a bad person, but I would. My automatic thing would have been to take them all, hand them to Yoko. That would have been my
0: automatic. I could see that, but I mean that that thought process is like, I don't know why I thought of that. And I was like, man, you're a fucking douche for thinking that. But it's like I I probably would have was like, these are John Lennon's bloody glasses, and he's lying in my arms, dying. I'm just going to put these in my pocket.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I mean, it might be, you know, yeah, you could, I mean, not even intentionally just, you know, just grab them, you know, put them in your pocket, just keep trying to help, you know. But yeah, I don't think I make you. I mean, if you went in there with, like, okay, I'm going to go in there and pretend like I'm helping John Lennon. <laughs> started to, let's see, I got to grab his wallet, oh. get his glasses. <laughs> his <wallet>. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got any guitar picks in here? Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, shit. Fuck. But no, I don't, I mean, that was the two things I thought of was like, where is like, where's that album? And, and would, would the glass and the glasses, the glasses are something that, that's, you know, Cross my mind. So yep. I think it, I think it's interesting to uh, to think that a little bit, but it does kind of make me a dick <laughs> to think that well, I'd want to steal a dying man's fucking glasses. I
1: don't... Nah. But
0: it's because...
1: But I wouldn't... It's I because mean, of who it was. Yeah. I mean, you're automatic. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's something I like, shit, I could grab, you know, that's gonna be worth something. Yeah, but, but a lot of times you don't think that you know, the at moment. the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: In the moment. Well, and for... And for me, um, I don't know that uh, I would ever want to get rid of them. I mean, I'd have to be really hard up to want to sell them off. Oh, yeah. Because for me, it would be a memorable piece that I'd want to keep forever, mm-hmm. and it would be for, you know, in a fucking glass case and shit like that, and you know that I'd only tell my friends about. <laughs> I don't. It, I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. But, you know, like I said- Frankie's like,
0: you're a fucking dick. No, because my thinking is,
1: <laughs> and this is going to make me sound like the dick, like I said, my automatic thing would have been to turn, give him to Yoko. Right. Because I would imagine she would have
0: been in there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Then I would have been thinking later in the night, like, shit, I should have kept those.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. <laughs> it's like, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. Son of a bitch. Oh, uh... So there you go. Anything else you want to add to the end of that? Um, Yeah, if anybody wants
1: to write write to Mark Chapman, I don't know why you would. (laughs) He is an inmate at Glenhaven Correctional Facility.
0: Okay, there you go.
1: And his wife is Gloria Abe in Hawaii. So I don't know <laughs> why she's still married to the dude.
0: Well, I mean,
1: I don't know. But, yeah. I don't, you know, there's not much to say. Yeah, the dude got, you know, he's where he needed to be. And
0: and I hope he stays there. I hope he stays there. Yeah. But, you know, if he would to get out. But, I mean, okay, one more last thing. So, I mean, he's been in there since 1980. This is 2023. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to do the math. It's 40-some years. Right?
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah.
0: forty, forty two, forty two 42 years. He's been in jail for 42 years, which means the American taxpayer has been paying for this man to be in jail for the last 40-plus years. This is premeditated murder. I mean yeah. to the point where he called the American Air the airlines and said, "How do you transport a firearm, or, you know, through yeah. an airplane?"
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So, it's premeditated murder. Why why would this not be electric chair or yeah. firing squad? Well, Yeah, because
1: and he got second-degree murder. Right? I mean, how's that second degree? He premeditated it. That's yeah. murder one, man. I don't care. I don't understand exactly how they came up with second degree murder.
0: I don't know, but I mean, he he can com- he he completely confessed to it. He told the story of how he how he did it all, and I mean, it's not like it's a, a a moment of passion or you know the heat of the moment. I should say not a moment of passion, but you know the heat of the moment type thing. Like, you fucking pissed me off. I'm going to shoot you.
1: Hey, got a question for you? Oh shit!
0: <laughs> question
1: of the pod. 80s edition bonus. <laughs> Mark, Chap- Mark David Chapman gets released from prison. He runs across the Golden 80s podcast. Here's his episode to- and says, Hey, Golden Jay, I would like to come on your episode and kind of give my side of the story. Would that be?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd fucking do it. I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'd do it in a heartbeat. Why not? Let's, go- let's let Golden Jay have a crack at the mind. Of Chapman.
1: Oh well, yeah,
0: oh yeah, it'd be cool. I'd want a police officer. No, we'll do it on Zoom. No, oh, okay. We, we, won't gonna... in, we won't do we'll it. We won't do it live in studio. Because yeah, if he
1: volunteered to come and do it in studio, you'd say no.
0: Probably. You uh-huh. know what? I I would I would do it because I have a I have a uh, a friend that I would call who is a former police officer that I would trust oh, okay. to be in studio with me. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'd do it. Although do you really want him knowing where I live? There. He is. No, I I would definitely do a Zoom meeting with him and Yeah, they'd I, have
1: to turn my mic off cuz I'd call him a fucking dick every chance I got. <laughs>
0: this so you know, sir, you are coming into a hostile environment. Yes. <laughs> But no, I
1: just wanted to – I just had that came into my head. I wanted to ask. I know.
0: would be a nervous fucking wreck. I'm not going to lie. I would mm. probably be sick to my stomach going into something like that. Um, I would also – it would not be a live episode. I would want it to be recorded and be able to um, – not glorify what this man has done yeah you know that i mean i get it if you if if you happen to come across it and he would be like let me tell my side of the story i don't know that his side of the story would be any different than what we've read about but I mean yeah. you never know um yeah. but yeah i mean i would sit down with him and and talk to him yeah he ain't ne- nearly going to get the publicity that he would get with a barbara mulchers or something oh, like no. that but um but... yeah i'd be uh I'd do uh, it. Yeah. I'm I, I, I just wondering it would be. How would you feel about it though? Seriously. I'd be
1: all right. I would think we, I would Would want... you
0: wear that shirt? You fucking bet. You damn straight. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd go buy one. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I um, I would want.
0: For those listening, uh, I Frankie think is would... wearing his John Lennon yes, shirt. Yes, I am wearing yeah. my John Lennon yep.
1: shirt. You know, and on the back of it, it's, if I...
0: You know, you uh, hold on. Hold on. Let me say it says you may say I'm a dreamer, but I'm not the only one. I hope some uh, someday you will join us and the world will live as one. That's imagine. Imagine. Yep. Great song. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah,
1: No, no, you're fine. Um, but if we were to like if that was ever to get that opportunity, I would almost think it would have to be total focus of. You know, all the other podcasts would have to go on hold while we did this so we could do the right question, really research what we want to ask. You know. Well, you would I I wouldn't have to because I I would have the time. <laughs> I only have one podcast. <laughs> That's just what I would think. I think it would be that important of a broadcast to where you would have to put all your time would have to go into the golden eighties, that particular episode. Or a lot of. I, it, I you
0: know. get. What, I I totally understand what you're saying. I I totally get it. Yeah. So I I am not going to. Uh. uh I don't know. Like we ain't ever gonna get the opportunity. Oh so no, I mean, no, no. It's not like no, you're gonna. No. But I, I just uh, yeah, the thought process behind it. I think I would go in dry. Oh really? I think I would. I mean, I know and I know some. Yeah. I would probably do a little bit of research and and at least have my ducks in a row. But. Um, if you don't go in with something like that with an open mind, uh, and you go in hating the person you're going to interview, then the whole interview is just going to be hate thrown at, thrown at him. If he was to come and say, Hey, I want to give my opinion or, or my side of the story, I mean, you got to show. Yeah. Ah, man, the, the word respect is really hard to throw out there, but you—if that's what you're a going common to do—common courtesy. Common courtesy. Thank. Yeah, yeah there you go. Uh, you'd have to give some common courtesy to say, "Okay, I'm going to Thanks. listen to your story." Say okay. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frankie's looking at an empty chair right now. I'm starting to get a little worried. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, um,
1: okay, we better get out of here. But um, <laughs> well, let's end on this. All right favorite John Lennon song
0: um oh i mean it's, it's got to be imagine imagine is probably my favorite yeah. i i i like john lennon yoko ono ruined john lennon for me uh and i know that sounds weird but uh I couldn't get past the fact that he kept kind of integrating him, her into his kind of the later stuff. So, uh, imagine, and uh, you know, it's jealous probably guy.
1: my. I love jealous guy. That's a, right jealous on. and imagine jealous guy and imagine.
0: Right on, my two favorite. So, I mean, yeah, you know, he had some great songs. He was a he was a, he was a unique and eclectic human being, mm. and I love that. I learned that he. Was so fan oriented, and yeah. we talked about this with Taylor Swift. Fan orientation means the world to me. Um, I try to be fan oriented with with all of our podcasts and all the podcast Yo, listeners. Oh yeah, uh, I think the fans are super important, and you know we need to treat them with the respect that they need to be re- to be treated with. So, um, and I I find to be that to be. To lift Lennon up higher in my in my in my sight or my standards than than anything I'd had before that, so it's pretty great.
1: Yeah, that I was gonna make another comment, but we gotta get out of here. (laughs) You got time for one more comment? Hit me with it. So, would the rocker chick ever looked at looked at as Yoriko Ono?
0: Um, no. Mm Because the well, and that the reason is of Yoko. Because so you know, the rocker chick joined Crystal Blue Armadillo, mm-hmm. which was Carl Rust and me and Scott. We were a three piece for a long time, and um, she joined that as uh, as a singer, and then shortly after that as a bass player because Carl wanted to kind of jump to guitar. But it wasn't my idea. It wasn't me saying, "Oh, we need to bring my wife into the band." Cause I wouldn't, I would never do that. I I would never do that with anybody. It was Carl and Scott that said, Hey, would Bobby be interested in doing this? And I'm like, well, then go, and go ask her. It's not going to be me. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's how that worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was never, she was always supportive. She was when, even when she was in, she would, you know, she was in. Um, but I, n- I never have done that. I've never forced my family into those situations. Um, you know, I've offered up, uh, the boys to be in, in a, in a band situation that we were, that we did a couple of years ago for some guys, one, one off party. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but other than that, I've never forced that into any project that I was working on. Hence the name Gunner for mm-hmm. the band. Yeah. That was not my idea. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm and I we will, talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I will. I I didn't submit that. I I did not submit that name, and I did not pick that name. I actually took myself out of the voting when it came to that. I'm like, I'm not voting for this because I don't want you guys to think that I'm pushing to have this named after my son. <laughs> and so, yeah, I try not to have the Yoko moments in my life like that yeah. because it just it becomes um, a Jeff Tate situation where, mm-hmm. you know. Queensrises. Jeff Tate hires his family, and now there's so much bad blood. I don't want that. I wanted everybody to have fun and have a good time. Yeah. So okay, there. I'm
1: gonna shut up now, and <laughs> Jeremy can go
0: ahead and do his. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you for listening to the Golden Eighties and uh, our rehash of John Lennon. And yeah, man, it really, truly is an is an interesting story. So we hope you enjoyed it. If you did let us know. The golden image eighties at gmail.com. Also go check out our merch on GoldenMojoENT.com where you can get your golden eighties hoodie, t-shirt, glass. It's there's cool shit out there. Go pint glass. It's a pint glass. It's kick ass. You should go get one. You listener, right now, in your car, driving down that road that you're on. Pull off the sign, jump on your smartphone, go to GoldenMojoENT.com and order yourself a kick-ass Golden 80s pint glass. That way, when you get home at night, you can drink your ice-cold German beer in a kick-ass pint glass. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did I sell it big enough? Yes. All right, cool. Also, if you liked us, then go check out some of the other uh, pods on the Golden Mojo uh, Entertainment uh, Network of pod, which include the Call Guys, Golden Image Podcast, the United States Paranormal, Indiana Chiefs fans, Merd Nerds, and a court of books and booze. We have a little bit of something for everybody. You like books? Court of books and booze. Do you like sports? Indiana Chiefs fans. Do you like the paranormal? United States Paranormal. We got it. We like pop culture and opinions that are normally wrong. Then go listen to Colton and and Chico on the call, guys. I love them, guys. I do love (laughs) them. All right. We're going to get out of here. Remember, GoldenMojoENT.com. Go check it out. All kinds of cool shit on there. We're still working to make it better. So you never know what's going to change out. Frankie. Good episode, buddy. All right. We'll catch you next week. All right. Later.
1: Give peace a chance.